Good morning, or evening, afternoon. Hello. Welcome to Bridgewater Vestal. My name is Brett. I'm one of the pastors of Bridgewater. It's great to have you here. Thank you for taking a little sliver out of your holiday season to come and spend it with us. Um, it's great to see you. And it is a little confusing about whether it's morning, noon, or night. But I guess it's afternoon. It's, uh, we had a great service last night. It's great to see everybody here today. The holiday season is nice, but it's hectic. But it is nice. It's, it's nice to look back at the end of the year and think about 2021. And it's also nice to refocus on Emmanuel, God with us, this real meaning for the season. And uh, as I look back on 2021, our family changed quite a bit. We have five children, and they... If you're a parent, you realize, well, I guess even if you're not, you feed them and they grow, and they grow up, and they grow older and older, and I haven't changed, but they have, and all of a sudden they're old and they leave the house, and we just added two new ones to our house in 2021, two foster kids, a two-year-old and a three-year-old, and I didn't realize I was so old and crotchety, but I am old, and a two-year-old and a three-year-old, they bring a different set of challenges than a 24, 25-year-old bring. And, and so two of our children have left the nest, and we had two beds available, and so we added Lexington and Gabiana. Here's what I remember now, and if you are a parent or you know a child, you will understand this. Two-year-olds bring with them a mess. It is amazing the mess that Lexington can create. A diaper in and of itself is a mess. In fact, we had several blowouts, and I, I said to Nicole, buy the most expensive diapers you can find. I don't care. Find something that works. <laughs> but even eating, it's like a natural disaster after a meal. And I had forgot. The magnet that water and mud are to Lexington he is powerless to avoid them when he goes outside. It's almost like it just attracts him. He just gets sucked right in. And I love that about Lexington. But it's a great reminder that he creates a mess. And you know what? What's crazy is a two-year-old, he can't do anything about his mess. What kind of a parent would I be if I said... To Lexington when he did a messy diaper. Lexington, how, shame on you. you. Get that thing off, jump in the bath, clean up, get a new diaper, put it on, and, and you know what? Ah, wash your clothes. That'd be horrible, right? <laughs> I'd be ashamed. That'd be awful. Now what Nicole and I do, and quite honestly, and, and I'm ashamed to say this, but I need to be honest, what Nicole does more than I do um, we bend down and we engage Lexington in his mess. And we lay him down and we clean him up. And I think about that and I think about the holiday season and that's the Christmas story. God at Christmas time did that for us. 
he engaged us in our mess. And that's what I want to talk about tonight. How, how the creator of the universe engaged us in our mess. And, and we, like Lexington, are powerless to do anything about our mess without him. So Matthew chapter 1, here's, here's the Christmas story. And before Jesus was even born, this is an, an angel came to Joseph. And in Matthew 1, here's what he said. Uh, the angel said to Joseph, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife. Because... What is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you, will gi- you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what God had said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. The entire Christmas story... is encapsulated in in this, that God sent Jesus down to earth as a baby to live among us because God wanted to have a relationship with you and with me. God wanted to meet us in our mess. It's, It's interesting to me that God did not send Jesus down with royal pomp and circumstance. There was no red carpet. There was no silver spoon in his mouth. He was born in a lowly manger among low-class shepherds in a smelly barn. A mess. But that's apropos because he came down to meet us in our mess. Whoever you are, wherever you are, wherever you have come from and wherever, whatever regrets you carry, God wants to meet you right where you are tonight. I feel the brokenness of this world. I'm sure you do too. The hurts, the pains, the division, the conflict, the wounds, the heartbreaks, and, and all of those are a result of sin in, in people's lives, but in our world as well. Brokenness, a mess. And yet, what's fascinating to me is that God wants to dwell with you and with me. God wants to dwell with us. What kind of king, what kind of creator would want to dwell in a mess? And yet God loves us so much that he's willing to do that. That's the Christmas story. Maybe today you're having a hard time believing that. Maybe you know there are things in your life that you would be very embarrassed for God to know. And you work hard to get them under the rug so that they wouldn't be seen. My mess is too repulsive for God. You almost feel like you kind of want to clean up your mess before you meet God. I, I think about Lexington again, and I, I, I want to tell you, sometimes Lexington wants to clean up his mess too. When he takes off his diaper, there is nothing about the mess that got improved. It is worse than it was before. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the same with us. When we try to clean up our mess, we realize we're powerless. We, we cannot get out of our mess. Not without the help of Jesus. 
today, in this moment, in the middle of your mess, in the middle of your heartache, in the middle of what you're ashamed of, in the middle of what you're stressed out or worried about, God wants to help you. In your sin, he wants to give you freedom and forgiveness. In your pain, he wants to give you healing. In your fears, he wants to give you peace. In your loss, he wants to give you a comfort you've never, ever experienced before. And these aren't just things that God offers to do for us. They are actually who he is. God is the God of peace. He is the God of forgiveness. Later on in, in the book of John, Jesus, Jesus says this in John 14, verses 1 to 3, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. and If that were not so, I would have, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me. That you also may be where I am. The, the story of, of Christmas tells us that Jesus isn't afraid of our mess. In fact, he's the only way out. And Jesus is knocking on the door of our lives, seeking to give us a gift of hope and forgiveness. That's the story of Christmas. It's God's rescue plan to be, to be used to save me and to be used to save you from our sin, from our mess, so that we can be in heaven with him forever. You see, we all have a mess. We've all sinned. And that sin created a barrier, a barrier between me, a barrier between you and God. And something has to be done about that. And Jesus' death on the cross paid the price for our sins so that we can have a personal relationship with God through Jesus. Tonight, I, I, I want to offer you a choice, and it's not a choice that I'm giving you. It's a choice that God gives us in the Bible. We, we can either choose to accept the forgiveness of Jesus or we can choose to continue in a life separated from God. And I, I said this last night because I really mean it, and I'm going to say it again. I feel weird. I feel out of my comfort zone giving a talk like this to a big group of people. But if you and I were sitting at a diner right now and you were sitting across the table from me, I would feel very, very comfortable. Um, and this is what I would say to you. I would say something like this. God loves you. And he wants to be your forgiver and your leader. He wants to give you hope and peace. He does not want you to clean up your sin mess and come find him when you're done. He wants to engage you in your mess and help you with your sin problem. That's the God that I know and love. God desires to bend down beside you and clean up your sin mess. We're powerless to do that anyway on our own. Our sins, our scars, our broken lives are way too much for us to fix on our own. That's why Jesus came to earth, to die on a cross and then rise again from the dead, to pay that payment 
that sin demands. He did all that so that you and I can be set free from sin, from the bondage of sin. My fear is that tonight, some of, some of us will leave doing nothing about the sin problem that we know is there. And I would say this holiday season, this Christmas, what is it that is holding you back from accepting Jesus' gift of forgiveness and hope and eternal life? That's the challenge I have for you tonight. There's a verse that I, that I love that's probably the most well-known verse in the whole Bible. John 3.16. It says, God loved the world so much that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. I want to change this verse a little bit and read it in the Brett version. So here, here's what I would say. Um, God loved Brett so much that he gave Brett his one and only son that if Brett believes in him, Brett shall not perish, but Brett will have eternal life. Now, you can do that with your own name also. Just, just insert your name. God loved you so much that he sent Jesus. That's the Christmas story. That's the reason for the season, to engage you in your mess. And he offers you forgiveness, hope. He wants to be your leader and forgiver. And my question tonight is, what do you want to do with that? If we were sitting at a diner, I would say to you, don't leave this diner without doing business with God. Life is too short and too unpredictable. I'm, uh, I'm going to pray uh, here in a, in a second. And I'm, I'm going to pray a prayer to God that uh, it, it's, a, it's a prayer of belief and forgiveness. And um, if this is something that, that you would like to tell God, I just want to invite you to, to pray along with me in your, in your head. Um, because the Bible says if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we'll be saved. It's, it's, a, it's a, an incredibly significant act, but it's incredibly simplistic as well. So let, let's pray. Dear God, I, I thank you for sending Jesus to earth to die and pay the price for my sins. I believe that Jesus died and I believe that he rose again. I believe he is offering me forgiveness from sin right now and a hope for eternity. Please forgive me and save me. I want you to be my leader and forgiver. Thank you for saving me and giving me eternal life. With you, in Jesus' name, amen. Some, I heard that. Good job. I mean, she was listening. Um, some of you might have prayed this prayer with me. Others of you may be saying, you know what? I, 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 
I became a follower of Jesus years ago, but I need to reorient my life. Um, I want to invite you all, right now, lean forward and grab that program right in front of you. Okay, It should be right in the pocket right there. Grab it. Yep, yep, right there. Whoop, just grab it. There's a pen there also. And we don't do this very often, but there's an action step right here that I want you to take. Um, I, I want to ask you to take that pen and fill out that con- communication card. And I want you to... There, there's a place for prayer requests. Please write down what we can be praying about. I would love to know how we can pray for you. Um, if you, if this, for the first time, if you prayed with me and, and asked Jesus to be your leader and your forgiver, please indicate that. I would love to know that. If you rededicated your life, if you would like to do something different in 2022 with your life and say, you know what, Brett, I, I want to get to know my Savior better in 2022. I feel like I kind of plateaued. Um, We would love to help you in your spiritual journey. Actually, as you leave tonight, there's going to be Bible reading plans out in the lobby. 30-day plans and 365-day plans are available. Take one of those. Begin to read the Bible. This is how we get to know Jesus, right here. We read the Bible. Now, I learn a lot from speakers. I learn a lot from friends that talk to me. But, but there is no substitute for the Bible. And, and quite honestly, I should not be your authority. God should be your authority. So learn about him. This is, this is the key. It's not, it's not this. It's not this. It's right here. It's the Bible. Um, but please fill that out. And then what I want you to do is I want you to just slide it back in the pocket. You don't have to carry it anywhere. You don't have to give it to anybody. Just stick it, fill it out and stick it right, right back in that front pocket. Let's, let's use this Christmas season as a great reminder that God is Emmanuel, God with us, sent Jesus down to be with us. And he is the reason for the season. And we need to pursue getting to know him like we never have before. 2022, let's do that. Um, we're going to... We're going to shift gears now and we're going to use these because Jesus is the light of the world. And what a cool opportunity we have to symbolize Jesus as the light of the world with these candles. And Actually, Jesus is called the light of the world in, in John chapter 1. And I have some verses I'm going to read. Um, hopefully you got a candle when you came in. Kids have a glow stick in their little bag that they can pull out. And so that way we won't start any fires. Um, but, or maybe we will. But John 1, here's what it says. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, through Jesus, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. Children 
born not of natural descent nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The Word became flesh, and He dwelled among us. We have seen His glory, the glory of the one and only Son who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Today we celebrate the true light of the world, Jesus, coming down to engage us in our mess, living a perfect life, dying on a cross, and then rising again to offer us forgiveness and eternal life.